Hello there, my name is Pete, this is Social Distancer. Welcome aboard. So we are right in the thick of it now in Dartmoor. You can probably hear us here a gurgling, gurgling river. Oh, it's more like a stream. And we've got beautiful lichen, really thick, long-tailed lichen, hairy lichen, real healthy stuff. Great air in the air, in the air, quality air, because of the old lichen. And we've got some beautiful oak trees and some bluebells. I'm looking very closely at a bluebell as I speak. And for those playing social distance of bingo, congratulations if you've got long tail on the, on the bingo card. So a bad day for Cummings. This is what happens if you've got connections to Durham. So he broke the, um, the rules of the lockdown. There's no question about that, no question at all. The best that they can come up with is that uh, a couple of weeks after he did it, one of the advisors, I think it's the, uh, what's the name? The woman that keeps making these controversial remarks like about testing and all the rest of it. I've forgotten her name now. Anyway, that one that I've mentioned a couple of times, that one, that scientist, she said, I might remember her name in a second, she didn't say that, but she said that, uh, you know, it's okay to find somebody to look after your child if you're ill. All right, I mean, you know, that's fine, but it clearly wasn't made explicit in any way, and what was made explicit is that we had to stay inside and isolate. And driving 250 plus miles from London to Durham is not isolating, it's the opposite of that. It's spreading the, you know, disease. So I think that Cummings has to resign. There's no question about it. I'm not entirely sure whether he's safe because Boris Johnson likes to be in people's good books. And that explains the U-turns that we saw this week. Two big U-turns, especially the one of the NHS surcharge, you know. It, apparently he'd thought long and hard about it on his reply to uh, Keir Starmer on Wednesday at PMQs. And then by Thursday, 5 p.m., Again, he thought long and hard about it, but came, but came up with exactly the opposite. You know what I mean? So, you know, I wouldn't put it past Boris to say, sorry, but sorry, old chap, but it doesn't, it hasn't worked out, Dom. And, you know, it's either you are going to feel the brunt of the public's anger or it's, you know, lapping at my feet, you know? I've tried to avoid this. I mean, basically, I'm not doing anything really in terms of being accountable to the public I'm trying to hide as best I can but I'm not too sure if I can hide from this one you know somebody's going to have to take the gun I've got to work now it would be brilliant if Matt uh, Matt Lucas could come round to my house breaking lockdown and give me one-to-one -one tutor sessions on how to do John Sessions. No, one-to-one tutor sessions on, why can't I say sessions? Try it again. One-to-one -one tutor sessions on how to do 
Bojo Johnson, Johnson, fight quick, fight quick, fight quick, fight quick! Toby Jug! Johnson. <laughs> um, that'd be good, because his, his one is great. And every morning, my son and I are singing B-A-K-E-D-P-O-T-A-T-O, baked potato! Anyway, it's, um, yeah, so I, I'm not, you know, I, I, what I expect is that they'll hang on to Cummings, but I wouldn't put it past Johnson. There's a tiny part of me that thinks, you know what, he might realise that it's a bit too, um, you know, close to him. And sorry, old chap, but you're going to have to take one for the team. Now, which is the extraordinary, bizarre way that um, Stanley Johnson, Boris Johnson's father, described um, if, if Boris Johnson had died from COVID-19. He said, well, it looks, like, it looks as if he's going to have to take one for the team. What a fucking nutter. Anyway, there's some serious questions emerging out of this Cummings debacle, and one so there's one is the big area of, you know, what does it do to the lockdown and people's adherence to the rules? This sense that it's one rule for them. If you've got enough, you know, money uh, in your family for your family to have like a, an estate with various houses and cottages on it then that's fine, you know, absolutely, social distance, social distance, go up and see them, absolutely fine. No worries that you just travel the, like, you know, hundreds of miles, 264 miles or whatever it is, that's fine, because if you can do that and strike, I mean, I think it's like bullshit, that the idea that this guy didn't meet up with his sister, and also his sister was looking after his son, so... What are we absolutely? Are we? They've lied about everything. So are we going to even like the terrible, you know, kind of way out of this that they've kind of concocted? You can see through it. Like you can drive a fucking bus through it, basically, you know. But it's not in the guidelines to start passing children around uh, family members, you know. And clearly, it's one of the most uh, painful things for the kind of average person who has told you have to stay inside for seven days if you've got this thing. Extraordinary, you know? So, you know, the pressure's on um, Cummings from that point of view. But there's also another thing which I think is being missed. This was the point when Bojo, at the end of that week, Bojo went into hospital. And so whilst Cummings was in... um, uh, in, in Durham he was in touch with number 10 and Bojo was so sick that on the Sunday night he went into hospital when did he come back from um, Durham we don't know that and we don't know who out of the quad knew that he was in Durham and breaking lockdown so Rishi Sudak uh, Michael Gove Matty Hancock Dom the lad, Rob. When did they know that he was in um, Durham breaking the lockdown? And it may be that he broke the law. Yeah, there's a QC that was on uh, Twitter this morning saying this might have broken 
the law. So it's not just a kind of rule book uh, or kind of you know informal set of rules that they're asking society to uh, abide by. There's some laws that you know obviously the kind of police get involved and they were involved. You know they spoke to the family. There's also question marks about that. You know, they're saying, no, they didn't speak to Cummings. Well, you wonder why they didn't speak to Cummings if they didn't, you know. Uh, who did they speak to exactly and what was said? Yeah. Um, Durham police have come up with a very strong statement this morning, basically saying, you know, we were right to do what we did. And we need to, uh, like, compel people now to stay inside and to keep doing the social distancing. And, you know, don't go and see your granny, you know. So, you know, we'll see. I wouldn't, ex I wouldn't um, be surprised at all if the lockdown starts to unravel and people do start to see their nearest and dearest, their grandmothers and their grandfathers. I might whip out a Ouija board and have a little old conflab with my dad and mum this afternoon. There's probably some kind of pentangle I can uh, cook up with the old sticks and a bit of moss. And uh, probably a rabbit. I'll drink the rabbit's blood. <laughs> Don't know if that helps, but, you know, I could do with a drink. Probably good for my iron. Um, anyway, it'd be lovely to somehow summon my parents. Be like Harry Potter against Voldemort. Now, um, so yeah, well, we'll see. And I'm going to do a little update later on. But at the moment... Um, that question of the cover-up, I think, is being missed slightly. Who in the Tory party knew, who at the top of government knew, that Dominic, Ra uh, Dominic Cummings, Raab, of course, would do no such thing, that Dominic Cummings was breaking lockdown. And it matters, because if they didn't think it was a big deal, when The Guardian started asking about this, and the Mirror journalists started asking about this weeks ago, they would have said, oh yeah, he was, it was fine. Oh, didn't we mention? Of course it's fine to go, well, we forgot to mention, it's fine to go up to fucking Durham, you know? So, obviously they're trying to cover it up, and they did cover it up, now it's been exposed. They're, weirdly, they're saying, oh, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> well, you can't have it both ways. You can't try and cover up something for six weeks and then say, there's nothing wrong. When it's, you know, when you've been rumbled. Anyway, more later, but from Dartmoor, we say goodbye. Goodbye, Dartmoor. Well, now we know why his name is Cummings. Because when you read about the shit he's caused, Millions of us are coming. <laughs> the plural of coming is comings. Well, this is getting good, eh? Beautiful. So, it emerges that the cheeky little fucker, he didn't just go up once to Durham. and went back again when he was better for a little jolly around Barnard Castle which is up my old neck of the woods, North Yorkshire, about 30 miles away from Durham, on Easter Sunday. I mean, you know, they are trying their damnedest, so that, as far as I can tell, the number 10 line is, 
um, he went up there because his sister said, we can help out. But actually, what the sister did was, he didn't see any of them, and nobody saw anyone, so the family, the, the mother and the father, were with the four-year-old, Cummings, and the mother's name is Mary um, Wakefield. And I know this because she did these ridiculous uh, think pieces, or like diaries, of how difficult it was to survive with COVID-19 for the um, spectator and their editor has got lots of questions to answer about well you just asked this woman to write her fucking diary but you don't check any of it but even worse than that and you can think well okay like you know the spectator is you know just this fucking Tory bullshit publication and she is an editor on the spectator so okay you fair enough like maybe you just take the word of the colleague you know and don't do too much digging about it but get this she also did a lovely little think piece a thing that never happens in the whole history of years and years and years of me listening to the today mainly the 810 interview but occasionally fucking switching it over quickly when thought of the day comes on and you know it's got better since that fucking idiot left but it's still not great like it's so anyway today needs a massive revamp i think nevertheless you know apart from this government most people put up you know significant for they they're actually the government are now decided since coronavirus kicked off to uh you know participate in today and so they get interviewed in the mornings as well now and Mary um, Wakefield did this little five minute diary piece that I've never heard the likes of which of which before really weird like oh yeah Don was in bed for 10 days and it's very difficult and regardless of his you know kind of public uh, persona he's actually very gentle kind man fuck off like it was unbelievable, like total propaganda at the time when I was listening to it. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, you know. This was a couple of weeks after he'd kind of got better. And you think, what the fuck is this? She didn't say, weirdly, she didn't mention, oh yeah, we started by driving 260 miles to um, Durham from London with our kid in the back. We're so concerned about the kid we thought let's let him spend five hours in a tiny little fucking car with his mother displaying symptoms. That's a good idea. Good. You know how to look after your kid, don't you? So anyway, the line is from like, like so far, they haven't changed yet. The line is from number 10 that they went up to the uh, sister's gaff. Or, well, I th- I don't know, I haven't looked into it, but I imagine it's a... I think they've got a farm and they've got a house in Durham. So I don't know, because they were talking about a kind of external property that the Cummings um, Wait, Wakefield family lived at was kind of separate from all other, you know, kind of households. So you think it must be some kind of farm or some kind of estate with a couple of, you know, houses on it, okay? 
These people have got massive wealth, you know, it goes without saying. So, uh, in the end, the, 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 the sister just left the food out the, out the um, you know, on the front door, just like we're getting the food on the front door. Shout out the window to the guy from the supermarket. Thanks, buddy. And do a little clap and then fuck off. That's clap for carers. Clap for the guy that, you know, and we don't vote Tory, so it's okay to clap for them because we're not hypocrites. We actually genuinely, obviously, we genuinely like the idea that we're getting food in the house, you know? And it kind of, you think, okay, well then, couldn't you have done that from London if the sole purpose of going up to Durham was for somebody to drop food on your uh, front door. You know, as multi-millionaires, probably, you know, the best connected couple in the country, or certainly up there, like, you know, top five connected couple in the country with, you know, more money than you can ever spend in your lifetimes, in however many lifetimes that's going to be, by the way, you know? Uh, You probably can work out... This genius guy behind Vote Leave. What, you can't work out how to get a fucking delivery to your door? You can't just phone someone in London and say, do us a favour, pop around Tesco's and put a couple of carrots in a box and leave them in my house. You know? Social distance, social distance. So, like I said earlier when I was in Dartmoor, you can drive a fucking bus through this. And unbelievable, breaking news... Mirror, Guardian, they're on this like a dog on sausages. Yep, he was looking around. Went to Barnard Castle, fucking popping out here, there, there and there. Second trip up to, uh, um, Dar- what's it called? Durham. Second trip up to Durham. How are they going to justify that? So, tonight, we got the old uh, number 10 spin machine, mate. The wheels are falling off. They're not even trying. Now they're saying, oh, uh, the the Mirror and The Guardian uh, have written an inaccurate story and we're not going to waste our time uh, commenting on further inaccurate allegations. And you think, hold on a minute. Like one of these witnesses is saying, yeah, I don't mind going on the records. My name's Dobo Fratodo and I'm a former teacher. And, yeah, I saw the fucking guy, you know? I mean, you can't miss him. He looks like a kind of alien type, you know? One of those alien types. He's got quite a distinctive, you know, face, isn't he? Cummings. So, you know, what does this mean? Well, what it means is there's a number of questions to answer. And the Labour Party have written to Sedwill, who Mark Sedwell is the... um, is like cabinet office uh, chief, like the highest civil servant in the country, basically. And it's his job to make sure that all civil servants abide by the law, you know. And they've written to Sedwell, and, and by the way, on Sedwell, they lied about Sedwell as well. They didn't tell anyone that Sedwell had bloody um, COVID-19 when he had it. Well, at the same time, he had it at the same time as... Uh, Cummings, and at the same time as Boris Johnson, you know? Incredible. Anyway, they've written to Sedwell, and their uh, letter is really good. 
It includes a number of questions that they want answers uh, to. So this is the Labour Party. This is their questions. When was the Prime Minister first made aware that Dominic Cummings was experiencing symptoms of the coronavirus? If I was writing that, I would have put COVID-19, but never mind. When was the Prime Minister first made aware about Dominic Cummings' decision to travel to Durham? Was this decision approved by the Prime Minister, and if so, on what grounds? Were there uh, any other members of staff in Number 10 informed of Dominic Cummings' decision to travel to Durham? Did Dominic Cummings seek advice from any part of government, either prior to or subsequent from his trip to Durham, on either the legality of his actions or whether he was in full adherence to the rules in place during his trip to Durham? Why did Number 10's official spokesperson tell journalists that Dominic Cummings was at home on the 31st of March, the same day Durham police were made aware he was in Durham? And interesting on that and the police thing, in their uh, statements earlier, Number 10 said that Cummings or his family were not contacted by the police. Nobody in the police spoke to, as they put it, Cummings or his family. And that was contradicted flatly tonight by um, the police service up at Durham, saying, no, no, we spoke to the father by telephone and we told the father, you know, what's going on here? Then this is the uh, rules, These, this is the guidance and he shouldn't have come up here. And then they thought, okay, well, that's it. You know, hopefully we've dealt with the matter. Not knowing, of course, a couple of weeks later, Cummings would be back going around a fucking castle. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, talk about one... I mean, the th whole thing about this is that this is the prick who's... Like, this is why the Northeast fell from Labour. The Red Wall collapsed, you know? It's because of Cummings saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, the, the Tories are the people... Are the, the people's champions, you know? The Tories understand you. You've got to get out of fucking, like, the EU who are trying to screw you over, all those fucking, you know, foreigners. They're trying to screw you over. And you've got to, like, you know, listen to Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson's the man that understands you. Not that fucking Corbyn. Fuck him. It's fucking Boris Johnson you want to vote for, mate. And all these idiot, you know, northerners. Oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for him. Oh, let's vote for him. And now look. This prick is coming up here visiting your fucking castle. So the idea that, um, you know, it's the, the people versus the elite. I mean, in some weird, like, I don't know, don't get that. You know, the parliamentarians wanted to scrutinise the Brexit bill are somehow the elite. It's like the, the, a message uh, crafted and delivered by uh, the son of a multimillionaire. I mean, you couldn't fucking make this stuff up. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, that thing of, well, you know, it's one rule for us and one rule for them, easy for me to say, I think that is going to bite and that is why it's not going to go away. And the police, you know, kind of saying, well, we do actually have a bit of contact there, thank you. You know, that hurts and that still is not resolved, you know. You can't both be right and obviously the police are not going to, you know, go on the records like telling lies, do you know what I mean? This isn't um, uh, Hillsborough, 
they would never do that. Now, let's go get back to these questions. On how many occasions has Dominic Cummings travelled to and from Durham since the lockdown was introduced? That's a good question. Well, we know, you know, he's been up at least once more after recovering. Does the Cabinet Office believe Dominic Cummings' behaviour has breached official government guidelines? Does the Chief Medical Officer believe Dominic Cummings' behaviour breached official government and NHS guidelines? Are you satisfied the official statement from number 10 in respect to whether the Durham police spoke to Mr Cummings' family is correct and the Durham police are incorrect? Well, OK, so that's the point I was just talking about. Has Dominic Cohen's uh, behaviour breached the code of conduct for special advisors? So a whole host of questions for um, the, the dude to answer. And... I would also add to that, you know, who knew what when in terms of the quad, Rishi, all those lads, you know, Dom Rob, the lad, Matty Hancock, who was like fucking at his Hattie Mancockish worst tonight, saying, oh, no, 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 he did, he did, he said stay at home, but he did, he stayed at home, he stayed at home, except that he left, like, the guy, the journalist has like say, well, stay at home but he didn't stay at his own fucking home like he stayed at a home but it's a a home 260 miles away you know (laughs) so anyway they're on to a loser here and uh, throughout the day the anger because I mean these guys they couldn't fucking cock it up worse if they tried unbelievably like a bunch of fucking sycophants one after another the uh, members of the cabinet tweeting out, oh, all he was trying to do was look after his four-year-old. All he was trying to do was be a good father. And then replies, yeah, I missed my father's funeral because I was, um, you know, it, suffering from COVID-19. And I was, you know, be self-isolating for fuck's sake for 14 days which is the advice you know I've got cancer and I've got three kids and I'm trying to get through COVID-19 myself even though I so you know this thing of oh great so to be a good father you fuck the rules is that the message you fuck the rules goodbye rules fuck you rules we're being good fathers now we're being good mothers now we're gonna fuck the rules and just like whatever my kid needs like what he needs is food how are we going to get food oh yeah we're going to drive 260 miles away and then we're going to go into a house and then there's going to be food appearing there well that's the easiest way of getting food i mean for fuck's sake like you know so all of these people that have had these like massively traumatic things happen to them over the last couple of uh weeks you know we're talking about 40,000 deaths you know getting on to 40,000 deaths confirmed they're the ones with tests with like 63,000 excess deaths, you know, it's extraordinary. No other country in the world has screwed it up as big as us, apart from the fucking United States, where you've got that prick in charge, you know? And there's lots of angry people out there thinking, well, what the fuck? Why the fuck did I miss my father's funeral, as an example, you know? Uh and all the rest of it why did I say goodbye to the person that just died that was really close to me from COVID-19 on a video screen when actually I should have just thought oh fuck the guidelines I'm going to go into the hospital 
you know it's unbelievable so i think this is gonna i don't i can't see now after tonight's revelations that they're basically the guy's just doing what the fuck he likes and the idea that he didn't you know he's dancing in the garden to abba apparently like who the fuck is he dancing with if he's not seeing anyone you know is he dancing with his sick wife what's if they're better then what the fuck are they doing dancing around the garden you know just fuck off bojo johnson uh, toby jug looking motherfucker will try to keep him as best he can but i think that after tonight's uh stories you know the dam has burst and there is no you can't say well what's what's the excuse this time they're not even making an excuse they're just saying oh it's inaccurate okay well then you know let's find out and maybe some of the uh competitive nature of journalism will start to uh, get a couple of people asking some serious questions like sam coates was brilliant like at the thing for sky he was saying like this point like you know people have missed funerals for crying out loud that boy you remember that boy he was buried with no family members present because they had covid19 and they were socially distancing and like self-isolating and protecting everyone else i mean what the fuck you know and this guy like with millions at his disposal like immense power like lincoln you know clothed in immense power dodgy uh what he can't arrange a bloody you know mate to deliver some carrots to his fucking house so it stinks i'm gonna say he's out by june the third on june the third that's the next pmq's next that's enough time for sedwell to do his fucking report right and if it isn't then we're going to have a lot of pressure on sedwell and I think that, you know, uh, Bojo Johnson Bonson is not going to want to go up against Sir Keir Starmer with this still lingering. You know, it's a long time from now. So I don't think he's going to last until June 3rd, especially with these new revelations coming out, you know. So anyway, a chock-a-block day. Who would have thought it, eh, on a Saturday? Who would have thought on a Saturday? We went to Darmo. We went to a beautiful place in Darmo, but you know all about that because we were talking about Lycan earlier. All right, listen, this is a long episode. Maybe you're with us. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're thinking, fucking hell, this is exactly what I need in my life. Oh, I wish I was a friend that I could tell. Oh, have you heard the thing? And they doesn't shut the fuck up ever. Ah, and then there's another fucking episode. Like, you think, Christ almighty, every fucking day. There's more episodes than days in this guy's life. Anyway, see ya. Okay, so this is a little 10-second stinger for the press conference. Labour are calling for Boris Johnson to do it. Um, today's press conference should be about 4 o'clock. It's Sunday morning, by the way. 10.25, there's four Tory MPs now calling for Cummings to go. Will he go, will he not? So there's two things to look out for. How many Tory MPs during the day will uh, you know, go against uh, Boris and call for Cummings to go? And will Boris Johnson, Bojo Johnson himself, do the press conference today? See ya.